Yo, Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage the Great. I hope you guys are doing well on this nice, beautiful day. So check this out, man. This podcast, I am talking about the first time I got my ass whooped. I'm not talking about a spanking. I'm talking about during a fight, during the old one-two, during a kerfuffle, during a scuffle, during a, a beatdown, during squabbles, whatever you want to call it. I'm talking about the first time I got my ass whooped. But check it out. This is what leads up to it. it the story goes way back into my childhood. The story goes way back. When I was younger in elementary, I used to get bullied. I used to get bullied by a dude named Jeremiah. It was a fat little kid, and it was his friend Dennis. And they had a group of friends around them that were like the, you know, the, the, you know, they was the branches of the bully. But the real stump tree of the bullies were Dennis and Jeremiah. They used to bully me every day. When I say bully, I don't mean stuff in the locker and give swirlies in the toilet and all that goofy ass shit you see on TV. I mean the niggas will wait for you after school. Put hands on you, bruh. I'm talking about put hands on you. Put fists and feet on you. I'm talking about kicking your ass just because. I used to have that happen all the time. And me being the only boy out of three sisters, all my sisters were older. I was the only boy. Plus, I was the youngest, like I said. So I didn't have no backup. I didn't have no big brother to call. I didn't have none of that. And I couldn't just go tell my parents I didn't want to look like a bitch. This is the mentality of kids in elementary in the hood. This is the mentality. They already not trying to get their parents involved, already not trying to tell the teachers and none of that shit because you will be ridiculed for that. And you taught at a young age that you shouldn't tell. Telling is against the rules, no snitching and all that shit. You taught in elementary. So I already knew those options were out. So shit got too bad. I think I went, my mom picked me up one day after they had kicked my ass and she was asking me why my clothes was dirty. She was giving me the third degree, right? She was giving me the third degree. And I ended up telling her, like, you know, uh, I got into a fight. These dudes jumped me, whatever. So she tells my older sister, hey, go go see what the problem is. Go handle these dudes or whatever. So we get back out the car. We walking around the campus. We find the dudes um, walking home. And my sister, like, hey, which one of y'all hit my brother? And the dude is like, well, your brother did this. So they, he started arguing with my sister. My sister pushed him against the tree. He falls against the tree, grabs his back. Oh, my back. Oh, my back. And all that. And the rest of the dudes, you know, they ain't want none. So they walked away. And in my mind, that's a victory at that age. In my mind, that's a victory. Like, yeah, you heard him. Yeah, my sister had my back. Yeah, that's a victory for me in in that mind at that age. Right. I look back. I'm like, oh, that was some whole shit. That was some whole shit. Them bullying me and them jumping me is some whole shit. But me going to get my sister to fight my battle, my older sister. Like, that shit is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even thinking back about it right so they didn't really mess with me after that right then i'm talking about years later i didn't really like fighting i had my first fight my first real i'm gonna go get him it was a kid named donovan that lived in my old neighborhood and um he was messing with me one day he was he was you know kids mess with each other push each other down trip each other slap each other hats off shit like that so he was doing stuff like that to me basically bullying me and me seeing what happened last time, I'm like, well, I'm going to just go tell my mom. She going to, my sister going to come out here and kick his ass. So I go in the house. I'm like, hey, mom, you know, Donovan is messing with me. And she like, oh, well, go fight him. Wait, what? Go, go fight him? This is, what? go fight him. But, you know, my sister handled it last time. Why she can't handle it again? And my mom told my sister, go with him to make sure he actually fights that dude. And she had read my mind because right at that point, I'm thinking, I'm going to just go outside and say I couldn't find him. I'm going to go outside and say he went in the house. I'm going to go outside and say he apologized. I'm going to say something because I'm not trying to fight this dude. 
but she sent my sister with me just to make sure it happened or make sure that the issue was squashed. So I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, bro, you know, whatever. I don't remember exactly what was said, but we start throwing hands. I got the best of them. Um, he ran away, went to his house. And then after that, around the little neighborhood, they start calling me Young Holyfield. I'm not playing. That was my name. The older dudes start calling me Young Holyfield because they seen I was kind of nice. But at that point, I ain't recognize it. I didn't recognize it. I was just like, cool. Got that dude off me. He ain't gonna fuck with me no more. And after that, we became cool, right? We 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 became cordial. We became all right. Like we can be in each other's presence without him trying to slap my hat off or trip me or push me down. So, like that was it was squashed after that. So, after that, I go. We move and we go into a nicer neighborhood. And there was a kid across the street, and he was like a friend to me. So. Sometimes we'd be cool. Sometimes we'd be beefing. And then when it was a lot of people that was around, he'd try to show out. So he'd try to like take my bike and ride around the corner knowing that I was about to get on the shit or he'd slap food out my hand. Like he'd do shit like that or try to pick a fight with me when there's people around. Like he liked an audience, but when it was alone, he's like, hey man, what's going on, bro? Hey, you want this? You want Like he was one of those. So I remember after school, he was probably like a grade older or something. And after school, I was walking and he had his friends with him. And then he was trying to, you know, put on the show. And I end up piecing him up. You know, I end up just saying, fuck it. I bit my lip and just start swinging. Just start swinging. Put hands on his goofy ass. Left him in tears. Left his face all red and shit. And that that was the beginning. That was the beginning. Someone could have took a video of me and it would have been me after fighting looking at my fist. Like, oh, my fist did that? My fist did this? Like, I finally understood my power, right? So I walk home. I'm feeling like the man. And I remember going past his house. Like I said, he lived right across the street from me. So I got to kind of walk past his house to get to my house. And I remember his dad being outside in the front yard, leaning against the truck like, hey, hey, what's up? And I was like, you know, what's up? He's like, hey, don't what's up me. What's up with you and my son? Like, he really tried to press me about that. Like, a grown man tried to press me about him fighting my son, about me fighting his son. Excuse me. And looking back, that was a stupid move. That was a dumbass move because if someone fights my son, I am not going to press the kid about him fighting my son. I am going to that kid's parents. So, of course, me naturally recognizing that that dude was in the wrong, I go tell my dad. I go say, hey, dad, uh, you know, Eddie's dad is out there. He's acting crazy. He talked to me funny. He's doing this. So, of course, my dad goes to knock on that door and that dude doesn't come out. So I'm recognizing, I'm recognizing that it's a power dynamic in life. It's all about fear and it's all about power. And depending on how you use it, you might get either or. But after that day, which I was wrong about, because it's not about fear and power. You feel me? It's not about that. But in my mind, it was. So after that day, I became a bully. Right after that day, I remember it. Right after that day, I became a bully. I remember going to school. And messing with kids in the locker room, messing with dudes in the locker room. I was messing with this dude so crazy that the trick was you would just close somebody's locker in the, in the locker room. And they would have to go through the hassle of putting in their combination and shit and then opening it back. And you would close it again and they have to put in their combination, to open it back. Like it was just little shit like that. But I remember it was this dude who recognized the trick and seen it coming and he caught the locker. He caught it with his hand. And I pushed the locker against his hand until the locker latched with his hand stuck in the locker. And he was in so much pain that he had to tell somebody else his combination so they could open it for him. Like, I used to do shit like that. It was another dude. Um, 
who I used to mess with every day after class, every day. Like his, I ain't gonna say his name. I'm not gonna say his name, but I used to mess with him. After class would end, he would run away because he knew that I was gonna fuck with him. I used to grab him by his backpack and spin him around in a circle and just let him go and watch him fly and roll over on the ground. And when he would try to get back up, I'd push him down and get back up. I'd try to push him down. Like I would do crazy shit like that. Crazy shit like that. So me going on my little run, me doing crazy stuff, me being a bully, I tested the wrong one one day, and this was in eighth grade. So like I said, elementary school, I was getting bullied. Seventh grade, that's when I learned my power. It was like, yeah, it was early seventh grade. That's when I learned my power. I bullied all the seventh grade. I bullied most of eighth grade relentlessly. But this is when I got checked. We were in class. Matter of fact, let me take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you all about it. So I'm back. Listen, man, don't worry about the little ads I got planned. Don't worry about the little pauses. Just just ride with me. Just rock with me. So like I said, we was in class. And, you know, during certain times of the class, you know, certain days, the teacher just let the students have free time, pretty much. She just let you walk from desk to desk and talk and have conversations and shoot papers into the trash can. Like if you got a cool teacher when all the work is done and you got about 15 minutes left in class to kill, then they'll let you just hang out. Right. So I remember it was a dude. I'm not going to say his fucking name because I don't need him playing this for his family. I don't need this play- him playing this for his homies. I don't need this becoming a highlight reel on his shit just because he heard his name and know the stories. Like, I don't need I'm not going to say his name. It's not going to happen. But like I said, I was bullying. Like I was into that bully culture. So I just started talking shit. He was right in front of me. He was sitting in front of me. I just started talking shit like he was sitting on the desk talking to somebody else. And I was just start talking shit about his jersey, about his haircut. He had a Larry Bird jersey. It was back when the Celtics and um, shit, I want to say the Lakers were the, were the main, what they always have been. But th- those were like the popular teams. Right. So he had a Larry Bird jersey. It was clearly fake. Like the numbers was too small. The, the stitching was off. Instead of me just closing my fucking mouth. I ain't know this dude like that, but I just went off on his jersey. Hey, bro. That jersey, fake as shit. That jersey is fake. The numbers is small. The, the the stitching is off. That green ain't even a Celtic green. What the fuck is that? Like, I'm just talking shit. And he let it go by. He just It just went in one ear and out the other. And right before class was about to end, he was like, so what? You you know, you need something? Like, like what's your problem, bro? And I just kept talking shit. And he was like, all right, we're we'll, we going to see you after school. So I'm like, all right, we'll see you after school. So I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I put myself in the fight mode. And I'll tell you one other thing. After that class, because that was probably like second or third period. So I'm just thinking about the fight all day. I'm in fight mode. And this dude came up to me. I forgot what was said. He said some slick shit or some shit that I took as slick. And I hit him in the face. I just punched him in the face. Just punched him in the face. For, for I, I, If I look back and think of the reason... It's probably for no reason because we was semi cool, but he had said some shit that I just deemed, you know, out of line. Or maybe I was just in that mindset, that fight, ready to fight mode mindset. And I just hit him in the face. And he's like, hey, man, what was that for? Like shit like that. And um, I remember going around school all day. Hey, man, I got to fight after school. I'm going to fight after school. I'm going to fight after school. So everybody, of course, after school, they crowd around me like, hey, bro, where the fight at? I'm like, I don't know. Let's go find a dude. 
So we walking around campus. We walking around. We looking, going through little hallways, you know, where he at. Eventually, we make it out to the front of the school. And school had been out for about 15 minutes. So this dude wasn't tripping. Like, he wasn't he wasn't pressing the issue at all. If I was like, hey, bro, you know, we could be cool. Like, it ain't got to be nothing. Or if I just didn't show up, he wasn't going to press the issue. Because his demeanor was calm. Like, he was on some, I could take it or leave it type shit. Like, it's whatever, really. So... I see him after school. He walking by himself. Of course, I got the big ass group that I pumped up, that I um, pumped up the fight with, and I'm and I'm about fifty feet away, and I just hold out my arms like, you know, what's up, what's up. So he like, all right, let's go down to the alley. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we walking down to the alley. It's about twenty of us. It's about twenty people in this group. Me and him about to fight. I'm I'm at the, he in the front. I'm in the back, and I'm pumping myself up. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna hit him with the right. And then I'm duck. Hit him with the left. He ain't gonna see the other right coming. I'm gonna hide the right with the left. I'm my game plan. I'm just talking. So we get to the alley. You know, I fake talk, fake to uh, fix my shirt like I'm ready to fight. Pull up my pants. All that, all the all the theatrics and shit, right? So he was like, you know, you want the fade? Back then they used to call it a fade. Like you want to fight? You want to fade? So I was like, yeah. And right when I said the yeah word, I, he just hit me in the face. Right when I was like, yeah. He hit me. I didn't even get yeah out. I just got the yeah out and he hit me in the face, right? So I just seen a white flash. And then once I'm recovering from that white flash, I just start seeing more white flashes, more white flashes. So I end up grabbing my face. And then when I put my hand back, it was red, like covered in blood. Like I'm, bro, that nigga whooped my ass. And it wasn't to the point of where, oh, this was so quick. This was so crazy. Like, I felt every punch. Like, right when one would, I'm kind of coming back from one, he'll throw another. And right when I'm coming back from that one, he'll throw another. He'll throw another. He'll throw, like, I'm getting my ass whooped in this alley around some people that I pumped up my fighting skills to. And some people that were well-respected fighters. Like, I have seen them fight. So, I wanted to be a part of that circle. Like, oh, we all could fight if it's it's that, you know, if if we own that. We all could fight if it go down. I was never in that circle after that. But luckily, I'm going to tell you this. Nah, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to save it. But I got my ass whooped in that alley. It was eighth grade. It was like late December. I remember late December of 2003, I got my motherfucking ass whooped. Ass whooped. I'm talking about fat, swollen eye. I'm talking about busted nose. I'm talking about uh like sore jaw I'm talking about getting your ass whooped so I'm walking home and one of the dudes that didn't go to the fight but you know he cool he was a neighbor from around the way cause this shit happened right up the street from my house so I'm walking home and he in his front yard and he just like damn you got your ass whooped what happened bro what did you what happened I'm like I fell man I fell I fell that's what I was telling everybody I sound like a fucking abused woman Cause I was just making excuses for my injury. Oh, you know, I fell. And then when I fell, I hit the edge of the curb. And then when I tried to get back up, then I fell again and hit, hit my nose on the curb. Like I was making up elaborate excuses. When I got home, that's what I told my mom, my, uh, my sister and my dad. I was like, I fell, bro. I fell. I don't know what happened. I fell. I fell and hit my head on the curb, tried to get back up. That was my whole story. I fell, hit my, hit my face on the curb, tried to get back up, hit my face again. That was it. That was my story. So luckily, this was right before Christmas vacation. Now, Christmas vacation is two weeks. 
So me looking in the mirror, looking at my face, I'm like, all right, this shit got two weeks to heal because I am not trying to go back with my face fucked up like that. So if school was the next day, like, bro, that shit would have been all bad. I would have got fucking clowned. But luckily it was two weeks away. So at this time, I'm sharing a room with my sister. I'm sharing a room with her. And every day she wakes up, she would play Beyonce Dangerously in Love. She would play that album. And I remember it waking me up every day on that vacation. And every time I would wake up, I would just try to open my eyes. And one of them would always be a little shut. The swollen one you really couldn't see out of. I couldn't really see out the swollen one. So every day it'd get a little wider, a little wider, a little wider. And I would touch it every day I would wake up and it just feel like a pocket of air on my fucking eyelid. Like my shit was fucked up, bro. Like my shit was all bad. So... With that being said, going to school, you know, two weeks later, after, you know, vacation and shit was over, after New Year's was over, my face was completely healed. And, you know, me and dude, you know, we would see each other. We would see each other in passing. But it was never another issue. It was never another problem. Like I said, he was super passive. He was on some take it or leave it, but he wasn't no bitch type shit. Like, like... Like, I ain't going to just let you talk to me crazy, but I ain't going to... Like, he was on that type of role, right? He was on that type of time. So, like, we ain't never become super cool after that or nothing, but it was cordial. It was it was a respect It was a respect that I didn't have for him before, and it was a respect that he just would give people off top that he wasn't pressing the issue. He wouldn't tell me, hey, bro, you want your ass whooped again? You want to you fight again? Like, he wasn't on that time. He was like, you know, we pretty much, you know, uh, dapped it up like it's over. Like, it ain't nothing to it after this. And that's the lesson because you got certain people who can't take a L. You got certain people who would have had that fight and came back with a gun. You got certain people who would have came back with some other people. You got people who couldn't take that kind of humbling. Like that shit humbled me. I thought I had the best hands on earth. I thought I was fucking young Mike Tyson, but that proved to me that I wasn't. So it was more of a lesson for myself and it just came in the form of an ass whooping. And I think everybody needs an ass whooping like that at least once twice maybe even three times in life you need an ass whooping like that that will humble you that will make you appreciate you know the skill level you at and make you realize that it's somebody out there that can whoop your ass because you look at people who never been into like real fights or real scuffles or got a good ass whooping they carry themselves in a way like they can't lose a fight like they carry themselves in a way like they the baddest person on earth they carry themselves like, don't nobody want to fuck with me. They carry themselves like that. But you look at the people who've been through some wars, who done got their ass whooped, who done got their jaw cracked, who done got their eyes swollen, who done got their nose busted, who done felt a foot, who done felt a foot to the face, who done been overpowered. You know, you wrestling during a fight and somebody just overpowers you until you felt that you gonna carry yourself a certain way because you're not humbled yet. But once you get humbled, you carry yourself totally different after that. Like after that, I wasn't on no bully shit. I was I wasn't just talking random shit to people. Like I wasn't just say, hey man, you know, your hat fake as shit. I wasn't, I'm not doing shit like that after that. And I think that's what everybody has to have, right? Everybody needs a good ass whoop. Everybody needs a good ass whoop. And I don't give a fuck who you are. Either you're getting it from your parents, and even the ass whooping from your parents ain't good enough to help you out socially. So you need one of your peers to put that ass whooping on you. And after that, he wasn't at school that much longer. 
he wasn't at school. So I think that was just his, I think that was just his thing. Like, I don't know if after that, before that school year, he moved. I heard he moved, a, you know, a couple of cities over. But I think that was just his thing. Like, he just used to go school to school to school and humble all the bullies. That might have been just, just been his process. He might have been 30 years old in real life. He just looked like a school kid. And his thing might have just been anybody that that's out here bullying at the school. I'm going to kick their ass and teach him a fucking lesson. Like, that might have just been his thing. Like, the Lone Ranger. Like, he just went from town to town to town, high school to high school, kicking ass. That might have been it. I don't know. But it's a lesson in this, man. It's a lesson. Always remain humble. Always remain courteous. Stay in your lane. You know, mind your business. Keep your hands off people. You know, it's just it's lessons that should be taken, you know, with you through life when you face situations like this. Like me getting my ass whooped, I still remember it. Like I told y'all, it was the day before Christmas break 2003. I know his name. I know his last name. I ain't forget the feelings. I ain't forget going home and have to explain what happened. And I didn't forget me talking shit in that class either. So it was, you know, it, it all came to a head. And luckily I learned a lesson from that because the, the next motherfucker I'm talking shit about or the next person I would have talked shit about might have not been so courteous just to give me the old fashioned one too. next motherfucker might have put out a knife or put out a gun because, you know, fighting. That's the thing of the past. Fighting don't really happen no more. You know, niggas, kids is bringing guns to school. It always been like that. But more so now motherfuckers are in, you know it's crazy it's crazy but i'm not gonna get into it too much longer but i thought i should just share that valuable lessons baby this is the random ignorance podcast i'm your host savage the great peace